When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Men Anything. It's me, your host, Emma Wilman. Happy New Year. Welcome. We did it. Another year down, another year ahead, day at a time. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I'm very excited for today's guest. I think this man is so funny. Eric D'Alessandro, he popped up through Instagram on my feed. This is like years ago before I met him. This was actually our first time meeting in person. Very exciting. And I just think he is such a treat. He's a comedian, actor. I found out rapper like myself so we compare our our rap careers buckle up buckle up for that please his comedy special i don't understand is out now on youtube we also talk about what it was like growing up on staten island for him not for me i'm from maine what is like growing up on staten island the culture of gender on staten island i didn't know about sweet 16s did you did you have one please write in ama at betches.com i didn't know about this he tells me about it there's a 16 candles there's a whole thing we also talk about comparing notes on sex with your friends and what happens when someone introduces a new sex move or activity into a long-term relationship. That's from a listener question, which I love and appreciate so much. Again, write those in AMA at Betches.com. If you want to see me on the road, I am on tour in January. So I'm going to be in Omaha. I'm going to be in Kansas City. I'm going to be in Des Moines. I'm going to be in San Diego and Irvine. Irvine's the date I know off the top. Irvine uh, February 7th, Oxnard, February 8th. Go to imemmawillman.com for my tour dates. Love to meet you in person. Love to say, hey, here is our episode with my buddy, Eric D'Alessandro. He's a comedian, podcaster, and an actor. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Oh my God. Thank you so much. It's finally nice to meet you in person, Great to Emma. meet you in person. Yes, I've loved your work from afar. Ah, I appreciate that. Likewise. Nice. Yeah. Likewise. So. I was watching your video the video about the holidays competing the rap and it's just so good. Thank you so much. Oh, I should have said rapper too. Ah, that's the key to keep it funny. Cause I tried to put out rap music for a really? long time, my twenties and people were just like, I don't think so. What was your rap name? Oh no, I just, it was my name. Nice. Yeah. No I couldn't, Lil. I couldn't do like little, little Eric. Something. <laughs> I couldn't do any of that. It was just like, this is my name. How you doing? My name is Eric Delacero and I'm here to rap. No, it didn't work. <laughs> But. I, um, too, pursued rap a slight bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know how much I've talked about this ever. Well, Let's what, get into it. So I, I, when I was in like elementary school, I started watching TRL. And of course. And I freaking loved the idea of like just like words as a product. And you know how rappers are always, it's like not where you're from, it's where you're at and what you make of it. So that resonated to me being from like rural Maine. I was in special ed. I was like, yeah, I'm going to say fuck you to everybody. Like I was yeah. obsessed with uh, Lil Wayne and like was just obsessed. Oh, Master P, like I was obsessed with that in 
bumfuck made. Wow, Master P. In, yeah. In, that's pretty good. In, Jermaine in Dupree, too. Mm. I was like, I was riding around listening to Welcome to Atlanta in bumfuck Maine. Oh, my God. That's a great beat. Great beat. <laughs> great beat. Yeah. But I tried, like, writing raps, and then I was like, I'll be a rap ghostwriter. Ah. It was really bad. Are you Drake's ghostwriter? Is that you? I am. Yeah, imagine. Wow, we got to the bottom of it. Wow, finally. I'm the ghostwriter. So I, tr I tried, mm -hmm. and I. it is hard, but you actually, like, you like did you like is it on video at all oh yeah yeah oh wow I, i've done this for years too like that was like uh, how i got like a little bit of a following online before stand-up was like i would do these like i called them e-mixes instead of mm. a remix and i would just make like a song funny kind of like weird al but so just it was always funny always funny but, okay oh, oh, no, but i put out i put out serious shit right and uh I love, i'll still get messages of people being like i wish you made music still like i, I mean, love that they're not that like they're not cringy. I, I don't That's think. Awesome. I don't think they're cringy. I think that I, I actually, love that. I, I like the, the Thanksgiving versus Christmas one. Like, it's not very like. It's not like, hey, I'm Christmas and I'm here to say. Like, it could be a real song. Let me tell you, from one rapper to another, <laughs> that was a good rap. <laughs> it was really good. Like, I didn't see this going down this path, but I, I don't, don't want to give away it. But when you say the thing about the Alec, it's like a mic drop. It's a that's a punchline. It's a good rap. I'm aware that it's just funny, and I'm not. Eminem, all right? Just so you guys know, I'm aware. Know. What was the point where you're like, rap, the rap's over, I'm going full-time into... Um, you know, I, I never... It, there was, like, this time when I realized, like, I if, I if I got, like, a record deal, I don't think I'd be as obsessed with mm. rap as, like, Eminem was or Oh, my or, God, or imagine Drake. if you had, like, the different direction. I think... Like, I, wow. I, I, I always looked at it, and I was also kind of being a phony, because I looked mm. at it as, like, well, yeah, if I become... If I get known for music, I'll just split into acting eventually. Mm. That's always what I my, my plan was. So that was being kind of a phony. And I always knew that like no one ever recognized me for my music. I always wanted them to, but sure. no one ever did. They, right. I was always the funny guy from birth when I was very little from the I Love Eric Club in the <laughs> second grade, which is a real thing. Are you serious? Yeah. I always talk about that because did you uh, start I peaked in, in second grade. Oh, I freaking peaked in elementary school too. Yeah, there you go. Sixth grade. Six? That's yeah. pretty good. I only got till third. Damn. Damn, yeah. sixth grade and then <laughs> college was the best years of my life. But yeah, I definitely peaked in sixth grade. That I was liked awesome. college too. I went to a community college a mile from my house. Hell yeah. And I just like that time of your life. Best time you know, of my you, life. You're like going between classes. You have like three hours to mm -hmm. kill and like you just eat cereal or jerk off. Or 100%. Like, you know? You got your day. You got to, you can operate. You can, you can present hope as what you're up to. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And no one's like, why are you still at your mom's house? You're 30 yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean. That was the best time of my life. What happened in second grade after to make the peak? <laughs> I'm just. I remember uh, uh, one of the girls in the I Love Eric Club told my mom about it, and they had to dismember no. because the secret was out. That's a true story. Really? Yeah. Why would they dis? But who started the club? Was it just the girl? I I don't remember. There was. Uh, <laughs> there, I was there. <laughs> that was the thing when I was younger. They 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 had an I Love Eric Club. Wow. I heard about it, and then I think I mentioned it, and they were like, "He knows," and they had to dismember. Wow. And they had to uh, unfortunately, there was a press conference, and it was on CNN. We are no longer <laughs> we no longer love Eric. He sucks. No, I don't know. There's but, like um, that's like a got to be something to think about when like you're having a tough day. You're like, I was. I, the Olive Eric club. I used to have a club. Like, what <laughs> happens? When I, I was watching the. Um, I always watch specials in chunks to like save them. So I was watching the beginning of your special, which is out now. I don't understand. It's out on YouTube. Please check it out. It's absolutely hilarious. And in the, when you're talking about your dad, I don't. I'm not going to give away the joke. But you're talking about your dad 
uh, maybe thinking you're liberal because you went to Whole Foods. Absolutely. So I relate to that where I could totally see my mom do. So my mom is like the liberal version of what your dad would be. Got it. I could totally see it could be just some who knows what like me being like, ah, I think I'm going to go just eat meat for a couple days straight. I'm going to do the carnivore diet. And she's like, you love George Bush. Just say it. Yes. What is that? That's, I don't know. And that's I'm like, a big thing in my in my comedy, which I'm, I'm trying to di- dissect what makes what liberal or conservative right if you wear the american flag on your t-shirt oh get, my mom this would be a big problem right and she, she lives in america she would go if i say hey mom this is my buddy eric he's so funny like ch- like like he used to do rapping too because that was a kind of a thing for me she's like really she's like oh interesting you're from and then you're like taking off your jacket and she's like oh emma can i talk to him she's like where's he from what are you doing like, why did you why did you bring him into the into the apartment like that like that like she's yeah. like this uh, she does. He he thinks he likes the country, but he hates it. He doesn't care about the country; just cares about himself. Like go right into that. Wow, I know. Yeah, Sorry. And, I, and no, hey, listen, it's, it's not the first mom to hate me. Um, <laughs> but the like the the, the, orga- the word organic. All of my, yeah. my siblings make fun of me. Oh, Eric needs organic. I'm like, you guys don't even know what this means. Right, I'm it trying just, to be healthy. It's the word that you heard associated with John Lennon, right? And you're sticking with it. But it's like this is better food for us that is not packed with chemicals sure that's it totally it's, it's not like um I, i'm not voting on any on anything I'm, totally. this is not legislation i wish we all should have grass-fed beef absolutely that's a weird thing to be political about it's but. really in because also it's like it's like hey like guys like if you eat this or say you do have this organic food you can just potentially live longer so then you can be more conservative for longer there yeah. you go or not shit diarrhea blood all the time and there they're you like go. but i don't want to be gay yeah, I'm an American. We 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 shit ourselves. Also, the bidet. Love the bidet. Do you have a bidet? I don't have one. I, I I'll I, send you one on Amazon. It's forty bucks. Uh, you know what? That'll be my gift to you. Oh, I appreciate that. And it it's incredible. A bidet and, is. So I could see. Yeah. But that's like French, right. not right. American. And Americans like we want the dirty assholes. Right. <laughs> Why? I I don't get it. Like that's like a uh, if you met. I, I, this is a funny thing. If you bring it up in conversation with with people, you'll notice they'll be like, "Oh, really? Well, I'm not. Yeah, that's okay. I don't need it." Like they right. get they get really uncomfortable with it. I don't know why. And it saved my it has saved my my life. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm saving I'm saving toilet paper. I'm say I I can wear white underwear again. I mean, it's got the it's a lot it of saved my life. It's got a lot of great benefits. I have a portable one that I bring on the road. Wow! Oh, damn! I don't think I don't well, think I have I it. Well, I did have a bad experience with the bidet, which was kind of set it off. Okay, was it in Europe? No, it was in Vegas. Okay, which sounds a little crazy than it was, but I was doing this show at in Vegas where they put me up at this like really fancy hotel, and it had a bidet. And I so the bad experience, I used it. and I was like, this is amazing. I absolutely love it. Like I loved it. So that I, at my girlfriend at the time was with me and I was like, hey, like, you got to try this. She's like, I don't want to try it. I was like, you got to try it. She's like, I don't want to try it. You got to try it. So finally she comes in and I was like, I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. So whatever I switch I hit for me wasn't what I hit with her. And it just cranked it up so hard. Like, mm. and then she was like, ah, so I shot water <laughs> way too hard up her butt. And then she was like, jumped up and was like, how could you do that? And blah, 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 blah. But when I did it to myself, it was so refreshing. It felt great. It's clean. It's clean. It's clean. It's I, clean. I, we went to Italy in the summer, and theirs sucked. Really? The one, it was like a little fountain. It wasn't. Said, what do, am I supposed to do with this? Exactly. Mine. Mine could shoot a hole through ah. sheetrock. I think <laughs> it's pretty strong, and it's real. It's real good. That's great. I, my friend Steve came to my apartment, and he, I was like, "Did you use the bidet?" He was like, 
I was just violated because <laughs> he felt like it was, you know, like it is strong. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, man, once, once you use it, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll like it. I think that part of how, what makes it political. Maybe, maybe you mm. shouldn't have done it for her. I shouldn't have done it for yeah, her. Oh, that, that was, was a little. I, but I was trying to be like, look at this awesome thing I just had. I you were excited. I was excited. And then I, whatever I did, I just did it like two, cranked it up. Yeah, I get it. And when I did it, the water was lukewarm. And for hers, it was like freezing cold. It was like a fancy bidet. Ooh, I know. Okay. So they had like two different water hot water heater. I'm dyslexic. And I think I did the did it wrong. I just okay. like crank things. I was trying to do warm, but I did cold power charge. What are you <laughs> yeah. supposed to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I think part of what makes it political or not political is because it's like, OK, meat, if you don't eat meat, it's open. They think, OK, if you don't eat meat, that's you going against the grain. So then it's more likely that something, something you go against the grain. In other ways, something, something maybe then gay or something. And then gay, maybe <laughs> maybe you're liberal because. And then so it's like if you eat a bunch of meat, then it's like you're conforming, quote unquote, more. That's how I've tried to. Yeah. I don't know. Because like if I go to super conservative areas, I'll like want them to know that I do eat meat, even though I'm totally pro-vegetarian. But I'm doing that like because I feel self-conscious. So I want them to know, hey, like, but it's like, why am I trying to appease people so much? I don't know. But it's like, it's like if I ordered a vegetarian, th if we were at a restaurant in the South, I said, oh, could I have the pasta? And I go, I would get meat on it, but I ate so much meat earlier that I'm not going to now. Like the waitress gives a fuck. Yeah. But I do P that. Pasta pas does not really. You don't need to get. You don't need to get pasta. meat. You don't. But um, I will, I'll do that to be like, you know, I eat meat. Of course, yeah. I'm, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them gays. Right. But um, I, but and yet they're like, you are. I'm like, no, I am. Of course. But like <laughs> I'm like I'm friendly. But it's like it's so it's convoluted and weird. But think about who like farmers are. Right. Think the, the most like real farmers who care about like the quality of their products mm. are are probably really conservative. But also there's a there's an overlap between what they feed. Uh, the cattle sure it's not it's not you know uh the garbage like mass-produced right. corn caring so there is like this horseshoe effect right where it comes back around you can only get so liberal till you start becoming conservative again and i couldn't agree more i know so even with like gay marriage stuff because like now like there's a lot of gay conservatives by the way are a lot people of gay conservatives. Like aren't. totally and they but it's like there'll be ones that are like say they're so liberal they'll be like oh i'm against the institution of marriage because it like is the patriarchy and like that so then it like comes full circle to like conservative people that are like I'm against it because it's gay or whatever. So then it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they like there is that overlap. Mm -hmm. It's very strange, interesting. Well, also too, there's like the argument of like what's natural, right? right? That's a big one against. Right. The, it could be for either thing, right? If, if being gay is not natural, then you have to go with everything that's natural, right? Because then it's like, so why do you not want natural food? It'd be like that's not natural, but I better not have natural food. Yeah, it's it's right. this weird thing, and also like if you say with like evolution or whatever, and then you look in nature and it's oh, if gay always existed, right? Then it's it, it, it's a weird it's very argument weird. to make. And then on the other side, if it is natural, then back you know the caveman days, I think a man just took what he wanted from a woman. True, that's true. So that's a weird argument as well and then it gets like. boiled down to our parents just being like what are you eating right like, what <laughs> and you're like why do you give a shit why do you have long hair are you right. gay yeah right so it's a whole thing there you go i don't always have time to go to the grocery store and even if i did that's not actually where i would get the best cuts of meat i'm gonna tell you about the place that i get my meats from and that is 
Butcher Box. They take the guesswork out of shopping and cooking with a great selection of fish, chicken, beef, and more. And their cuts of meat are way better than anything I would buy in the store. I love the value and convenience that ButcherBox offers. I always know that I've got fresh, delicious, humanely raised meat in my refrigerator because they deliver it right to my doorstep and they take all the guesswork out of it for me. With ButcherBox, I can easily get top quality meat and seafood that I trust. I can get 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood delivered right to my apartment. I don't even have to mess with one of the store. Plus, they have free shipping always. And because this is really important to me, with ButcherBox, all the meat is humanely raised. That means no antibiotics or added hormones. You can curate and customize what you want in each box. And if you're feeling uninspired in the kitchen, they have an entire catalog of delicious recipes to get you started. All I have to think about is what I want to watch on TV, and ButcherBox does the rest for me when it comes to what I'm eating. Sign up at ButcherBox.com and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com AMA and use code AMA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus get $20 off your first order. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This segues perfectly into our first segment. It's called Modern Masculinity. So the first question from this segment is, and for context, you grew up in Long Island. Staten, Staten Island. Island, son of a bitch. You son of a I, bitch. I always confuse them. Everybody does. It's okay. Why? You're not from here. Who gives a shit? It's because I'm dyslexic, I think. Mm. And they're, okay, so you're Staten Island. Staten Island. Okay. How has the concept of masculinity in general changed when, from when you were a kid to now? Have you noticed anything? I just want to say that mm. you couldn't have got a better man to represent <laughs> modern masculinity. Okay. Well, there is no, there is no, there's no one uniform for it. Um, you know what's cool is that like uh, there's I, there's still the um, you know, if you use a toothbrush, you're gay. There's still that out there, but it's it's changed a lot. I, I think guys are, especially of my generation, like will be. We're not as nervous to say, "Hey, man, I like that jacket," mm. which was just not a thing. My dad, imagine my dad saying to another man. What's your dad like? I like that jacket. My dad's my dad's cool. My dad's my dad's kind of an interesting guy. He's deep down like this musician hippie. Ooh. But he became a cop mm. in Brooklyn. Mm. So like there's like that tough reality side of him. And then there's always like, hey man, let me just play the drums. Sure. And draw. And like, you know, my parents are cool as shit. If we were playing the music really loud, they wouldn't be like, turn that down. My dad would come downstairs and like, turn it up. And then we'll yeah. try to play along with the drums. So that was really cool. But then he also has the the Home Depot side. Right. Where he's, you know, screaming at me because I don't know what the line next to a five eighths is. Right. And he's, I'm just, what's the measurement? I'm like, ah. Did he want you to be a cop? No, not okay. at all. No. And that's, that's another interesting thing about like the pressure of like, 
the dads giving their son the same name and mm. making the same job. My older brother does have his name. I always wonder, they do you think like that kid gets favorited or is it maybe like- My well, dad loves my brother Brian the most because okay. he was his first. Uh, he, does, he doesn't like to admit that. Sure. It's okay. But we know. I know we he know. loves me and whatever, but he, it, clearly, and it's I'm cool with it. I'm totally fine by it. Parents think we don't know. We know. I go, look, I think you might enjoy my company more, mom, but I think you like my sister better. Yeah. I'm my mom's favorite. Mm, Everyone knows I think it. I'm my dad's favorite for sure. So, no um, offense to my siblings, <laughs> but hands down, my mom is more into my sister, but she would be like, what? Yeah, 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 of course. They're not going to admit that. Not going to admit. But um, yeah, my, my dad was very, I'm very grateful because I had the uh, the confidence of, you know, to, to be emotional and to be sensitive mm. and, to, and, and to speak my speak my truth. Were you a sensitive little kid? Um, Kind of, not really. I was kind of a prick. Mm. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was just, like I said, I was popular and like, I, I was like, funny and cute so yep. I got away with shit and I was maybe a little meaner than I should I, I never bullied anyone mm. but I would like you know how we, we would like you're at the cellar or whatever you're fucking with each other like people could take it and then some people like go home and right I didn't know what where that line mm. was and I would maybe go too far and I was oh we were just fooling around like, right well, I didn't like when you so. has anybody like later on like confronted you like hey remember when you said when you called me a um like a bitch um, face like I that stuck with me no one, no one ever has, okay, but my or, friends, I went back and I was like, I just got to say, man, I, I, I know what a, what an asshole I was to you. Did they appreciate it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. And it went away. It wasn't like a big thing, but, um, I'm glad they, cause I did that with one person, this girl, I was so mean to me and my friend Sam were really mean to her. And I don't remember why. And it like stayed with me. Like we used to like chase her with a stick. It was awful. <laughs> I went to this hippie school. They should have stopped us. But well, you were expressing yourself. We are expressing ourselves, right. They're like, it's, I don't know what they thought we were doing, but I went back and apologized. I ran into her in my hometown. I said, hey, I just want, I was like, oh my God, like da da da. And I was like, I want to say like, I've thought about that and I am so sorry. And she went, yeah, I really tried to forget about it, but thanks for bringing it up. And I was like, Ugh. oh, wow. I know I should have really? kept making fun of her actually. But yeah, fuck you. Where's the stick? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me go get that. <laughs> Sam, she's at it again. Oh, that sucks. Her. But you know what? It sounds like she had a, a tougher time, you true, know, true, true. After you, right? Probably, and that was yeah. her chance to make you feel bad, even though she probably never thought about and it. And fair enough, maybe. Then it, she right. was like, "I'm gonna get you." It must have been 20 yeah. years later. Now you feel bad about it. Now I still feel there bad about go. it. I gotta get. I gotta, oh, how the turntables ruminate. Yeah. When did you become aware of gender as a concept? Do you remember when kids started acting differently toward one another based on gender? Like, was your school kind of? Oh man, I I went to a Catholic school. Oh, you did. Yeah. I don't know anything about Catholic schools. Because, well, I hear I hear many different things because sometimes it's like. You go to a Catholic school that's like super religious and other ones it's just like eh, Catholic casual. Ours is definitely more Catholic casual, but I also have a very religious family and mm. I'm not one of these Catholics who talks about the oppression of, I, I, I had a wonderful relationship with it. It was never, my mom actually believed the shit she was saying. So it wasn't like this, you know, show. I love that. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. That is a totally different thing where you're like someone who's, cause also I think, it's like if someone's like clinging to something, but you're like, you don't believe in that. You're just like, you know, which I understand too, scared and looking for like meaning and a way to understand life. Or if like in your heart is like, I fully believe this and want to share it. There's like a different vibe yeah, around that. The, the, I feel, I, I you, you, you'd you see parents like that, which would be total like pricks to everyone, mm. but then be like, oh, the Lord's going to say, it's like, no, you're not like, my mom was like lived breathed, mm. ate, slept, very, very, uh, very Catholic woman. My uncle, her brother's a priest. Mm. He married me and my wife. Um, and and like, can he get married? Or this is Catholic, you can't get married. He can't he's, get. No, he's yeah. just a priest. 
That's it. Alone. Yep. Alone in the world. Traveling the world. He's always in like a different country. He sounds pretty good gig. Um, Speaking at different churches? Uh, j- yeah, just like doing missionary work or whatever. I mean, and he never molested me. I thought maybe he... Praise Jesus. I praise also feel like a little insulted. I mean, he was a single uncle, not that much older than me, and a priest. It's like, what, am I not good enough? Right. For a, so, <laughs> You're not in the I Love Eric club? You yeah, what the hell, yeah. Mike? So, um, yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I, it's sad though when I hear like a lot of people who are like it's always a really bad relationship they had with, mm. with Catholicism it's always like someone who was like a step parent who like beat them and like made them read the Bible and yeah like, you do hear the, about you hear Catholicism a lot of a bad lot. I had a wonderful experience that's great uh, I, my, my family was always at my church we were playing basketball it was our community mm. all my friends were there and so I have a very different uh, relationship than I, what I've Would seen. Would you like consult the church if you had like a moral problem? Because that's why I feel like it can be nice too. And that's why it's also so important that people have like pure intentions with it. Like if you go to them when you're vulnerable, like, I don't know what to do. Like, do, where do I go to maybe like could be a life decision or we go to college or it could be like a, um, I kind of want to cheat, but I know I shouldn't or whatever. No, I would not. No, I, um, I would always, I always knew them. I'm just talking to some guy. This is kind of weird. He probably, right. And he probably knows me. <laughs> right. Because they're in the confessional. They're in the confessional yes. or like, you know, um, my my school is also like, this is a weird thing too when you hear a lot of people like who bash religion in terms of their like political ideology. Because mm-hmm. it's like for me, I, what, what I, what I was taught, Jesus was like, he would never shun gay people. Mm-hmm. He would never shun uh, a, a, the prostitutes or anything. It was kind of just like, don't cast, you know, he who is without sin, throw the first stone. Mm. So that's like a thing. And then Wait, I, let me say that. He who is without sin, throw the first stone. Basically, if, if you've never sinned, then you can stone this lady. Oh, I see. But everyone has sinned. Everyone has yes, sinned. Yes, so it's yes. like, who are you to judge right. others? Right. So that was how I, and my school, I felt like was very progressive, I guess. I don't That's know. Because we never heard anybody, oh, that person's gay. Get him. Right. Or, yeah, it was, I, 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 so I never really knew it to be like that. That's why I guess I get defensive when I say people who blame all their problems on like the right Christians. Sure. Because I understand there, the Bible belt could be extreme. I totally understand. Like, again, like the step parents or people who who take things out of context. But um, my yeah. mom was always like, she, there, she was like, organized religion gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, can, I, 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 I understand where she's coming from but as I, well. I think because of that, I actually am like super, super spiritual. So like, and like a person of faith myself, but I think it's because I got to find it on my own. Oh, totally. And I remember my mom had cancer and she's okay now, but I remember when she was going through chemo, that's when I was like, have you ever thought about praying to something bigger than yourself to like turn it over? So you know, just to like give you some like peace or guidance or, or something. And she went, I listen to NPR. <laughs> that was the answer. As in, well, get out of here, dummy. <laughs> and I was like, these things can coexist. I was like, That's interesting. I thought it was so interesting. And I was like, but I got to find it. Like, and I love the idea of like repentance. Like I like those things. Also, please write in. I'd be very curious, like how other people talk about their spirituality in this modern day and age too, because it can be a little dicey out there sometimes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, 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 when you're dealing with extreme extremism right it's either one or the other and there's no gray area which i just disagree with i feel like there's i feel like there's got to be more gray there probably the majority is probably more of a gray area absolutely yeah i feel like my my i i'm working on this in my my new hour i'm working on this like point of view about basically i agree with a lot of uh like progressive ideas obviously but the spokespersons who are presenting them to Mm. us suck at their job Mm. the people who are presenting organic to us are the most like burlap wearing weirdos. And it's like, right. I don't want to be like that. Right. So I don't like organic. So right. I feel like they need to hire a new spokesperson. Yes. To like, I've always said, why does Whole Foods cereal not have a toucan Sam? 
They need something fun. Yes, just put yeah. some colors in the box. Totally, it does everything's a lot. brown at that store. Totally, totally. And they need a, they need a better PR person. Yeah, and um, something fun. Yeah. Like if, if NPR had a little like in it, like I'd be more like like give me some noises every now and then. Yeah. Make a sound effect for Christ's sake. Jesus, right? Were the kids when in your school were you allowed to play with the girls or was it like yeah it was. Yeah. All mushed together. All mushed together. As we got older, the boys would would uh, just play football every mm. every and and I was that's when I felt like I'm not like the other boys because I freaking I, I mean I <laughs> you hated it. I hate football. I just I don't mm. like football. Fair. Um, if we I'd play basketball every day, but I just hated football. I'd rather just hang out and talk. Sure. And like, uh, but when we were younger, yeah, it was all we would play with everybody together. It was uh, it was really cool. I had a great experience at my at my school. It were they like, okay with you not wanting to play football? Yeah, I think give a shit. I was, oh, fr- I was friends with all of them. They were just like, yeah, Eric's gay. Let's, let's right. play football. Like, hey, yeah. fine, fine. Yeah, <laughs> it was only like after puberty. I hated puberty because it made the guys, guys. Yeah. And I was like, come on, guys, let's make a video still. Mm. I wanted to like do kid shit, which made me feel, I guess, immature. Mm. But uh, look at me now. And they're, they're, they're doing some job. Are you they still in touch with a lot of those guys? Yeah. 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 A lot of them. What's your most feminine trait that you like about yourself? Ooh, I think that I'm... I think I'm pretty good at communication. That's great. I, maybe that's a, a feminine trait. I, I know. Where'd that you I, learn how to do that? Really close with my sister. Mm. Really close with my mom. Um, so you had the space to communicate. Yeah, that's I, huge. I feel like it's one of the best things you can give a kid to be like, "Here's some space to communicate, and I'll listen to you." Yeah, it, huge. An opportunity to feel like my family was like borderline like. I, it's funny because I make fun of Full House because it's I was so not like Full House. Right. Oh yeah, that joke. That was a great joke. But then, yeah. But then I have other moments where like it, it would be like we'd sit down and be like, "Is everything all right?" And like that's we, great. And like we would talk. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. And you know what's amazing about that too? Cost nothing. That's right. Of course, we need the space to do it. So you got to have like a roof of some sort. But things like that, it's like being, "Are you okay?" That costs nothing. Mm. Because for me, not well, to make Sebastian it dark, of you. of course not. I love the way he moves his hand. For me, when I was a kid, if someone, if my mom or dad said, "Are you okay?" it would have been because they would have been like, "Are you okay?" My parents are divorced, but because if you're not okay, it's your father's fault or it's your mother's fault, and I should get custody. It was always loaded, so then you never uh, say. Yeah. But I think when someone says that gives kids the space to be like, "Are you okay?" Ooh. Yeah, I was. I I, I got to give my parents credit. My family, my family was very out in the open with everything, uh, and I think that that benefited me uh emotional Huge. emotionally yeah i would always i never felt ashamed to talk about anything that's beautiful yeah and that, that that's definitely a gift that a lot of people don't have when you were out in the real world did you ever feel like people push back on that when you're like trying to say how you feel and they're like whoa no i feel bad for them that they're not comfortable to do that i i, I would feel bad for that because they would it sucks. It's I would only get people to tell me their real feelings if they were like drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, why? Are you we should be we could we should always be talking about this stuff. <laughs> right. Like my, when we yeah. get together, it's like I might be too much for people because I'm like I'm super honed in. Mm-hmm. Like I feel so bad. My parents are they always act like I'm this like troubled trauma kid mm-hmm. just because I I like dissecting things. I like dissecting like why you are the way that you are. And I, I have a lot of theories because I was the fourth born out of, four, oh, wow. out of four kids. So like, it's very obvious that they, they effed up a little bit mm. with like my first four years. They didn't think that I would notice right. that they were like over being parents. Mm. And I was kind of just like there. Sure. And I felt that. And I, I bring that up to them all of the time. Right. And they, and they feel bad. But like, I, I, I'm interested in that. How about this for a crazy th- the thing? Like my dad would record 
there's a lot of videos of my siblings growing up. Oh no. Right? So all three of them have like them like on Easter, them on Christmas, them being three-year-olds. I have none because his camera broke and he just never got another one. So I have a theory. It's like, maybe that's why I'm obsessed with videos. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, that's so interesting. I thought maybe because I loved video cameras because I always wanted that. Right? You wanted some recognition that they wanted to capture the moments of you existing. Probably. Right. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Right? Isn't that wild? There, there's literally one. And my wow. dad, my dad, when I talked about this one time, my dad was like, F you. He sent me a text. It was a, pic, a picture of me in a video, but it's literally one. And, right. I was, and I was like one and a half. So they just like, I was just in the background, like Brian's something. I was going to say, it's like <laughs> on your sibling. And they're like, what are you doing, Eric? Yeah, exactly. And then back to your sibling. Oh, Eric's coughing. Right, right. Back to Lisa. He's got a bloody head. Well, stop yeah. bleeding in Lisa's video. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like. Were you the last kid? I was the last. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. It's time for a question from a listener in our segment called why do men please write in we love your questions ama at betches.com okay today's question dear emma and man today's man is my buddy eric he has a special called i don't understand it's out on youtube right now go check it out and follow him on instagram and youtube tiktok of course dear emma and man my boyfriend and i have been together for four years we don't do anything crazy in bed but we're definitely not vanilla either a few weeks ago when we were getting ready to get it on he says hey Get your vibrator. I want to use it on you. I was surprised but happy because this is something I had been thinking about but didn't want to bring up because the male ego, as we know, is fragile. Sometimes. Okay. We ended up having a great time. I got to thinking after. Where did this come from and why do men suddenly get the idea to spice things up? This has happened in the past with new sex positions or things to try in bed, and I always wonder where he gets these ideas. For women, we can get these ideas from podcasts or talking to other girlfriends, but I don't think guys talk about detailed sex stuff to one another, and he only listens to sports podcasts. (laughs) 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 Would love to hear what you think. Thank you. Grateful but suspicious. Interesting. Ooh. So I guess- Grateful but suspicious. Suspicious. That is interesting. I was wondering if that was going to come in, because sometimes- if some, I could see someone all of a sudden whips out a new thing and you're like, where'd you get, yeah, who are you, who are you okay. talking to? Four years, first time. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Four years. Good memory. Mm. Um, yeah. Where did, and why do men suddenly get the idea to spice things up? I will say guys, they, yeah, they're, they're very, especially with other guys, you can't get them to be honest. You just, I thought you that just can't. This is me stereotyping, but I thought guys talked about sex stuff a lot. I thought it was like. They do, but oh. it's, it's very specific things. It's like how cool you are, how long you lasted, the blow job you got. It's always to make you sound more right. alpha. It's right. not like I my, I used a dildo on my girlfriend and she loved it. Guys are like, you used the you need help, buddy. <laughs> Let's stone them. So uh they they yeah, they won't they won't talk that openly, especially if there's like a specific kink. Guys, if if you ever noticed that, they're never getting into the the weeds. It's always just like Clapping cheeks from behind, right. big boobs. Even now, like, wouldn't it be like, oh my god, my girlfriend loved this fucking lube or loved this butt plug? I, or I don't think so. Um, I mean, my uh, the guys I hang out with are like, like uh, they're kind of like me. They're very much a gray area. So right. like, we're very open and honest about stuff, and they'll tell me like if it's a specific uh, thing like that. But I, yeah, I don't think that we're. I didn't think girls talked about. Oh, sex all the time. Yeah. I mean, with, I'm, like in my experience, it'll be very much, yes, like so sharing th- sex toys, ideas, like all that stuff. I think that's very woman living in the city. Uh, you you have a certain like- uh, It's not happening out in rural Ohio. Mm-hmm. I wish it was. I don't think it's with cons- Sitting that dildo while you go to Costco. I don't, I don't think it's conservative women talking right. about that. I think this is very like, uh, you New know, you're, you're, in a, you're in a coffee shop. Right. There's like some, you know, uh, they got, I don't even know what, like they got Dido playing right. in the background and they're talking about uh, their orgasms. But like I asked my wife that, I'm like, do you and your and your girlfriends ever talk about sex? She said, never. Really? Yeah. Huh. And like, I mean, this is in Staten Island. So sure. this is like just- No nur- one's having sex this out is, here. This is nurses and teachers right. who just have like Barbie doll parts down there, huh. I guess. Uh, but we all know they're having sex, right? And they're and you know they they might mention, oh yeah, we we do it a lot, or oh it's good. But like it, it, it it's, it, I remember one time one of, one of my my wife's friends had a, had an issue with that, and it was like a big deal for her to talk about it. And like an I, issue with the sex thing. Her sex life, she was like, they had, there was like a little speed bump, and she was asking her girls. So then my wife asked me what I thought, and I was like, hmm, it, it's interesting that it had to get to like crisis level. Right. To bring it up. Right. Whereas I feel like this should have been mentioned already. Absolutely. If you were especially thinking about it. But um, where do you think someone would get the idea from if, if in four years, like he decides now to be like, because also that's a very specific thing with the bringing the vibrator. out. So it could have probably been maybe he was he I would imagine it would be like that does seem like something you would have heard. For, maybe he l- was listening to this. I don't know. That is an interesting thing to bring out the vibrator. But maybe he like. Maybe he was cleaning and he saw the vibrator and he was like, oh, this would be fun. Yeah, well, I, I, want, know? I want to know how, did they both talk that she had one that was established? He must have. Did he bring one home? It sounds like it was her vibe. A, free, a few weeks ago when we were getting ready to get it on, he says, hey, get your vibrator. I want to use it on you, which love that. Also good for him for saying, I want to use it on you and not him saying like, or I mean, I would go for, cause that's a bold thing to say, let me use it on you. Cause women have very specific ways. They like to hold, it's gotta be an angle for, this is very, per- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I would have been, cause sometimes I'd get lazy. I'd be like, let me see how you use your vibrator. I'm going to like do this to you when I use your vibrator. I'm going to, I'm going to go, go outside and get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who wants a refreshment? <laughs> I've done that a lot before where I'll be like, oh, you know, like 
the vibrator can I can see how it could become a crutch, but also it's like whatever. It's just part of sex stuff. I love it. Enhance it. Enhance. Bring them out. Bring them yeah, out. Yeah, I think that, a healthy relationship. Oh, if you're confident with each other, the more vibrators, the better. As yeah, far as you're, I feel, you're secure. There's really no rules. I um, completely agree. Yeah, I, I think that's that. You should talk about more about like. Outside of the bedroom, you should talk about your relationship and how to get you guys closer. Yes. Because then that'll be easier to deal 100%. with. 100%. Because I feel like anything's, I always tell my wife, I'm like, there's literally, like, guys in general, just so you know, ladies, there's nothing we won't do. I mean, maybe some guys would be weird if you want, maybe you want to stick something up their butt. Sure. But like in terms of like, if, if you want them to dress a certain way play a role uh lick a certain part of you Let they're, they're doing it we don't give a fuck i completely agree it could have been my girlfriend literally could be like dress up like a zombie because it'll make me come done fucking done and done yeah. even if it, i think it might in some world i'd be into it i'll do it dress up like a t pimple and pop yourself like i do it i would do it whatever you want we don't but, do it yeah here's the thing if a girl suggests that do you think it's going to make the guy bristly because he's like where's this coming from is it not enough what we're doing already See again, that sounds like you have insecurities, insecurities in, yeah. in, your, in your in your in your relationship. Like he, that guy could have like seen that or heard a girl talking about it, or right because he must like this is a very specific. Or thing. May, maybe it was maybe he's really been into that for a long time and just mm. built up the courage for him yeah, to actually say it. Yeah, he felt safe it. enough to do it. Yeah, or he may because he also might have felt like, hey, like that's like your personal thing, so like I don't want you to feel like you have to share that with me too. Can I also just say, as a guy, mm. as a stereotypical guy, mm. f why women can drive us fucking insane? It's like she seemed to enjoy it, mm -hmm. and she still has a problem with it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think uh, about that. But suspicious. It's like, oh my god, honey, I love the flowers. Thank you. You love me. Why'd you send this? Like Jesus Christ, can I not do anything fucking right? That's <laughs> but fucking to hilarious. be fair, because sometimes it could be someone's doing something out Definite, of you. Definitely, but again, <laughs> like especially if you have a good relationship, and like, I'll I'll do I'll do it with my wife. We'll laugh about that. But something similar happens. She's like, why why are you being so nice? I'm like, right, are you well, fucking kidding me. <laughs> right, we're married. Yeah. Every now and the other day, I got uh, I just like put my card down to pay for something. My girlfriend was like, no no no, and, and like she put made such a big deal about. It. I was like, you're making me look like a fucking asshole. Like I was like, I pay for stuff all the time. What are you? Why are you doing this? Oh, don't get the coffee. Don't get the coffee. I was like, this breeze is gonna think I'm such a chump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's me caring too much with someone I don't even know. The Brees is just I mean, like, that's get a whole, the fuck out of here. Yeah, really. But, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it depends. I think he, I, that sounds to me that he's really wanted to try that for a while. Hmm. And then maybe she was like, you know, I like my vibrator. And then he finally got the, the, the cojones maybe to. I love it. Cajones? I love that he says, uh, and I love that you guys had a great time too. So good for you. Yeah. I did not know that men didn't talk about like, oh man, my girlfriend. Well, you know, let me think. If I'm in a would they say like, hey, um, my my girlfriend wanted me to. If it's like dress up like a pirate, yeah, maybe we'll tell that story. Right. But like, I feel like with men, it's usually sexual conquests. It's usually like um, uh, something that they a threesome is obviously you talk about that or like. Right. A really wild place you did it. If it's with it. two girls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. If it, that's another thing. Yeah. Yo, know, I tried this wild thing. Me and my... Right, me and, me and my, my buddy blue. Me and my other. dog walker uh, <laughs> right, right. railed my wife. Yeah, they're not talking about that. But, um, yeah, it depends. If, like, your best friend, he'll be honest with you. I think, too, like, for me, when I'm in, like, a... Re like, now I don't really talk about my sex life with my girlfriend at all. But in the beginning of a relationship, I will. And I've seen hmm. that with, like, guy friends, like, in the... 
like this one guy friend of mine in particular, like the very first dates, like that's almost he'll be like, oh, she seems like into this or she's kind of kinky or something. But the second he has feelings for the person, never hear about the sex life again. Like the hmm. second they're in a relationship, it, maybe it'd be like, oh, we, we haven't had sex for a while or we're having sex a bunch. But this is a very close friend of mine too. But the second it's like more... Uh, like you're guarding it more. Like now I don't talk about my sex life. With, well, actually, that's not fucking true. I'm lying. I've talked about it on here. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I guess like interpersonally, I talk about it less, but I just the other day I was talking about it. So never mind. Yeah, I caught well, myself in a, yeah. but it, it's like, I usually take podcasting out of it in my, in the real world. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah I like, so. don't, I like, am more like private about specific sexual things yeah um I, for, for pe people are weird people are uncomfortable with it too you know um it's tough for guys to uh suggest that they want to do something that might everybody's afraid of like them being perceived as weird yeah I, like, I know i get that that's just a shame and i you know i just think I that, get that. be yourself more and, and find a person who's going to make you feel like it's totally cool to be to be weird and it's okay for them to say well i'm not into that of mm. co course, but don't yuck a, people love to yuck a yum. And I'm like, you know, within, if I posted a video about talking about some, a girl that loved getting like hit really hard and like a, people were like, ah, oh, hitting is wrong. And I was surprised, I was surprised by that. Cause I was like, I thought that like women liking to get smacked in the face was like, uh, like something that was like seven years ago. Everyone was kind of wanting a little. That's a weird thing too, that like I've noticed it's like, how the, f how does, how does that become trendy? How I is wonder. It, how is a kink like a stock? That's so true. That's very weird. So You're I right. feel it must be. It's one person talking about it and someone going, huh. I guess. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't thought of that. People can do it. Guys, I mean, uh, porn addiction is really bad right. too. That's something that like. Uh, and this is something porn. I remember as a kid trying to download, you know, on my dad's computer, uploading very slowly. So this oh, yeah. is like, now we've got it all like day long. I mean, you you could literally pull it up on the subway right. of just. I have on accident. <laughs> my phone goes up and it's like, fuck me, fuck me. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Oh, yes. you know some anime porn it right. sounds like I, don't I do watch anime porn every now and then i don't know why but i i, I every now and then i don't know why what it means, it's so popular sometimes sometimes there's a related video you're like what the fuck yeah. is this you know I mean? anime porn is very popular yeah i'm getting real see how defensive people get about well everybody's watching it no anime it's very millions of views millions of views i like the ones when is it anime if it's like homer fucking marge no, but I love, I would so watch that. No, but I, probably, but I would love it. I love I would, it. I mean, I'm not judging out there, but, no. if, but if you can get off to that, that yeah. that's fucking hilarious because you could make any, you, people draw it. So anything you could imagine. That's what can. I like about anime because it's crazy. Ah, mm. oh, man, I wish I could get into that. It's, you gotta, also, I'm more of a auditory person, so I'll just kind of like listen to it. Like mm. sometimes why, too. Why do you listen to like a Kung Fu movie or something? I, well, I, <laughs> Something getting hit or something? Do they like? Do they fight? Is anime like fighting? I think it's just like a certain type of cartoon. Like I watched one. Also, sometimes I feel more comfortable when it's anime because if it's kind of fucked up, I'm like, ah, oh, at least the people didn't yeah, even have drawing. to. Exactly. Yeah. Do their lips move and then, then the voice comes after, like the old Godzilla movies? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but incredible. it's like if it's if you know, I can. I would like you to fuck me, please. And <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking great.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we've got a, a segment where we're going to ask Eric anything, which is kind of what we've been doing, but these are tailored to you. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, God. You post a lot of character videos on social media. What do you do to nail the physicality and vocals of your female characters? You do nail them. Oh, thank you. Um, with the candies, with the one with the candies, and then you yeah, eat the candies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it doesn't make sense if you haven't seen it. We can pull up the clip. She's giving me shit about the peanut butter cops. Oh, no, I'm sorry, honey. This is for the mommies. Christine. I know, we can give out candy next to my exhaust pipe, but if I give them a peanut M&M, I get taken out of here in handcuffs. You, you want me to give your friends my old Target bags? You think they'd like that? Again, with the gluten-free, I don't have it. Go check my cup holder. There might be some extra quarters in there. Go ahead, go. And they're getting recess. I think it's just it, like I, we were speaking earlier before we started recording about like how my family is, how my how like my experience was on Staten Island. And like those women always seemed interesting to me because my mom is not mm. like that at all. So I would always kind of laugh at them because I felt like they were like these cartoon animated women. They spoke right. strange. They looked strange. No and, offense. Um, no offense. <laughs> They're not watching this. Yeah, um, you're like, they're a bunch of freaking weirdos. No, yeah. I mean, I, they, they love it. It's very distinct. It's teasing. But like, you know, I remember when my brothers were like, they were a lot older than me, but they were great brothers. They were like, I would like hang out with their friends. And like th when these girls would show up, they would like, be like, what are we doing? Right. And I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> what the hell? This girl just like, I've never heard someone speak like this before. So that, I think that's why I just was like very interested in it at like an mm. early age. And um yeah, that would get me a lot of girls on Staten Island, though. They oh, loved, really? They loved when I would tease them and, like... Oh, if, that's funny. And my guys doing an impression to me. Like, they get, like, red in the face. And I'm like, this is fucking... This that's is, like, hilarious. Fishing with dynamite. I think it's probably because it's, like, they feel seen. I yeah, guess. validating them, too. Right. Like, they like... Uh, I've noticed women were like, I just do more of me. That's so it's like, funny. It's kind of like a selfish right. thing, you know? Like, right. oh, you do a lot of... Whatever, but do me more. Right, right. Yeah. And you're like, I was talking about myself. Like, no, 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 no. Do the one that I like. Yeah, back to how yeah. I would back yeah. to how I would do that. Exactly. So I you were doing it before you even started putting it on camera. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was like my thing. I would do it like parties and stuff. I would like fooling around. I did this like uh sweet sixteen video where like I, I made fun of like every typical girl on Staten Island, their sweet 16s would, would be the, I've been to like 50 of them when I was 16. They were all the exact same party. I've same never, DJ, I didn't same even know dress. this was still happening. Well, I, this was how old? I mean, this was 15 years ago now. Right. How old am I? I don't even know how many. 2006. The, whenever the bidet that was. wipes it all clean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does. Get a bidet. Right. This is an episode of sponsored by bidets. <laughs> Just any of them. Just any of them. <laughs> any bidet. Sweet 16 parties? Yeah. So, like, they, I'd, I'd make fun of their, their candle ceremony. Right. You know, like, my, it goes to my mother. Ma, ma. What is Dad, it? you don't get a candle because <laughs> no one cares about you. And then it would be the boys. They get, they'd have their candle. The girls would have their candle. It was what the is same. the candle? So, you, you know, okay. So you I know, know nothing about a sweet 16. Oh, wow. I know about, I'm, I'm sorry. I know about uh, quinceañeras. Quinceañera. Yeah, yeah. And then I know about bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. Do you remember that show from MTV? Yes. Okay, so that's an interesting show because it, it's, it, it also represents where I come from, which these are all middle-class blue-collar workers who aren't rich. Right. But their parties are made to look like they're rich. Right. Very interesting, weird, socio-like... 
Yeah, it's like they're spending thing. like a wedding. It, it, it's weird. So, um, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Oh my god. That That's why I was so. I was like, these are so stupid, and like they're the exact same party. And boys don't have a. Boys sweet, don't have them. Nothing. No, boys can't have feelings or parties. <laughs> you literally get. There's not one. Not a sweet no. eighteen. No. Really? No, nothing. No, but that they, some people would make the argument that ma- the male gaze and they never had, they don't never need a day to be acknowledged because they're, huh. they're always acknowledged. Anyway, so a, sweet, a girl turns sweet sixteen. She can't drive. Nothing changes in her life, but she gets a giant party where she wears a big ball gown, lights candles, dedicates them to the people in her life. Oh, so it's like any amount of candles you want. No, it's sixteen candles. Oh, okay, that makes 16. sense. Sixteen. Remember that was the, uh... the movie? Okay, so the sixteenth candle is usually for the boyfriend. Okay. I think, or the fifteenth, and then the sixteenth is like for like the dead grandma. They would the set or the, the seven, grandma's alive in a corner. Like I'm still here. Exactly. Like, wow. I said even if she's still alive, she gets the dead candle. Huh. Then, then they play the Celine Dion for all those times you spent by me. And then like they light a candle for Nona, and then everybody cries. And then it's just let's get loud, let's get loud. And then they all dance. It was just like after my fifth one, I'm like, this is not special. Right. How are you? F- this is not special. Right. This is the same party, the same friends, the same like outfits. This is just a waste of everyone's time and yeah. money. So I would do that like little bit, and then I made a YouTube video about that, and that like exploded on Staten Island and like Jersey and Brooklyn. Because they're like, finally, someone said it. Yeah, exactly. And people were like, "This is so accurate." Right. Uh, and I think it's like no one ever noticed. Like, yeah, why are why are we doing this? Totally. Yeah, I, and I just think it's uh, so. That's probably why I'm able to. Uh, imitate them. Well. I'm gonna Google Sweet Sixteens because I did not. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, in Maine, no way. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm from bumfuck Maine, mm. and then I know that my parents in their day they used to have something called a coming out party, which is where like I don't know if they were sixteen. I think it was a little older. But it's like where the girls would be like presented to society. What have you heard about that? Have you heard <laughs> about that, Rebecca? What is this? In it's fucking like Shrek. It, a debutante. Yeah, that's what it's called. Thank you. So, the, okay, coming out party. And this is not a. I'm gay thing. No, not at all. Oh. Not in the That's slightest. Fucking, so okay. it would be like, it would be, yeah, debutante. Thank you, Rebecca's the producer. If you're like, why is Emma yelling the name Rebecca? Yeah. That's like That's my- Emma, That's Emma's mom over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like, Rebecca, where's Rebecca? Rebecca! Just out of nowhere. But it's, uh, my mom had one of those and I know my dad, all my dad's sisters had one where it's like super fancy and I don't know what the cultural background of it is. I, it sounds like uh, like uh, like an arranged marriage kind of thing. Well, a little bit, yeah, because yeah. basically the idea is, and I don't know what you do if you already have a boyfriend, but the idea is you are presented to, like, this person is, like, ready to date. Wow, that sounds really, especially for, like, you said you had, like, super liberal parents. Because they were that in reaction to this, like, both of them had these like very uptight, like old Bostonian type families. Not necessarily conservative, but like uptight, probably con- maybe conservative, but just not like uptight uh, New England kind of like both of my parents went against like their, like my dad was a teacher and then my mom had a Swedish weaving business, but their parents' families were all like bankers. So there would have been like more, I don't know what the right word is, a little upper crust, they would have said. Yeah. My mom would be like, well, we're very lucky. That sounds very anti what she'd be about, though. It sounds very. Uh, I don't think she liked hers. Oh, she didn't like hers. No. But she was like. She, this. But she was a kid. And then I'm like my dad. Ready. My eggs are ready to be hatched. Right? Yeah. And then my dad is, because he was like, I ate roast beef every night as a kid. He's a vegetarian, <laughs> but he eats chicken and fish. It's a whole thing. He says he's a vegetarian, but he eats chicken and fish. So I also say he's a vegetarian. I've gotten many fights about it with girlfriends. They're like, your dad's not a vegetarian. I'm like, he's a vegetarian who eats chicken and fish. Pescatarian. But he's a vegetarian. He eats chicken and fish. He's kind of like an anti-beef guy. Hates beef. Whatever it is, he's not fucking touching roast beef because of what happened to him Mm -hmm. as a kid. 
So yeah. we had those coming out parties. That's what, but I never oh. knew about. <laughs> about <Come on. laughs> I never knew about a sweet sixteen oh. was a thing. Oh yeah. Big, Did they have a special deal. dance? Uh, they ha- yeah, I think they do a dance with like their dad. Wow. I think mm. it's like, what, isn't this a wedding? They're they're weird. I don't know. This is another question. Do men enjoy foreplay? How would you, as a man, want to receive feedback about how to do better with foreplay? Again, I'm I uh, I'm confident in my relationship. I don't. I, she could literally tell me anything. I'm like, all right. There's not going to be like this. Oh man, I didn't do it right. Right. And I'm trying. To, I, I, it took a long time to get yeah, her. Yeah. How did you, to be how cool did you get that. to that point for you? Uh, I just been with her for a decade. I guess. Uh, right. But how'd you get to that? So it was over like feeling comfortable in the relationship. Cause also that ma- that changes a lot too. When you feel, for me, it's like, if you feel, if someone's making you feel super desired and they give you feedback, you're like, great. But if someone's kind of like, mm. yeah, I'm also like, you know, yeah, my, my wife knows how into her I am. And, right. and uh, I, I'm always just like a- any, anything you can say anything to me. I, I did have to say this to her for years. Like you can say anything. Nothing's going to hurt my feelings. Love it. Nothing's going to make me look at you differently. My wife is, she's a, she's a girl. So she's always feels fat. And she's, I'm always trying to be like, you're gorgeous. This is, we're just, this is, this is a mental disease you have. This is not real. I know it's society like pushing all these. We don't even know what's what anymore. My, in terms wife, of- was, my wife was chubby when she was a, a kid. As was I. So she f- always feels like she's way too, uh, she always feels, and it is tough. And I'm like, the, the the answer is not a diet. It's not it's not whatever you think. The answer is speaking to someone because yes. this isn't this is an error in reality. A hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred. An error in reality is a perfect way to put it because. But it's so. I look. I mean, not to go off on the whole thing, but it's like you look back on the messages we got about food as a kid. We of go, course. No <laughs> carbs. Eat carbs. No this. Eat that. Oh, You're yeah. like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. Now I'm finding out oat milks. Spikes your blood sugar. Like, it's real. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Say, like, truly, what are we to do? Uh, Who to trust? Where to go? I don't know. I think you just got to get a debutante on your side. Got to get a debutante, (laughs) mom, please. Yeah, so, I'm again, I I think that just, like, try to have those conversations. Try to make your partner feel uh, heard and validated. And and don't don't, don't do some, like, slippery shit, too, that's like, yeah, that's that's fine. And then be like, give, like, a side eye. Like, what you just said was weird. Don't fucking do that, you know? Um, if it's the beginning, like say it's like you've been dating for a couple months, I guess that's key- tough. I mean, I, again, I'm speaking tough. from like an old married guy right. at this point, but like, yeah, um, I, I, I'm all about just super honesty, mm. super, super honesty. My wife can look through my phone. I mean, I don't, there's, a, there's some couples that aren't cool with that. I don't, my wife knows everything going on. We were a little too close, I guess. Having the comfort to have someone go through your phone too, because I have that with my girlfriend now. Like, I'll be like, can you text this person or whatever? Oh and that's my God. newer. Yeah, I mean, you know. my wife is too, we might be too attached. Because she she doesn't work, so we're just together twenty four seven, and uh, I know some people might think that's bad. Maybe, whatever, but, but whatever, whatever works for you. Also, it's your wife. It's, I'm just saying we have like a, a. I'm very lucky, right? But we also worked at that. Like I wanted to make sure, like we had we fought o- over shit in the past, and I'm like, I will change this, but you have to change this, mm. and then we did. That's great. And I feel like people. Uh, it's hard. It's definitely hard, and I, I'm not judging. I know it's difficult, but uh, just try. I think too, for me, like positive affirmation goes a really long way. So if someone's, if you are trying to give someone feedback on their foreplay, like the compliment sandwich, I think is they kind of like, you can like move someone's hand or their head a little bit. And also if they're not, I think sex is so intertwined with like other areas of a relationship. Like Mm. you said, talking about stuff outside the bedroom and then it like making more space for in the bedroom. Totally agree. I'm also into really like dominant women. Mm. And my wife's not so like my wife's not really like that. She's mm. very much a pleaser. So like I'd be like, if you like 
yell at me in the middle of this. Right. That's fantastic for me. That's I, I would great. rather be told what to do. If I I think that's like a confidence. Yes. I so, love that. So attractive. I completely agree. Yeah. I, if if my girlfriend yelled at me in the middle of the sea, I would probably get upset. But I'd want to mm. know first, and then if she was into it, then I would be totally into it. Yeah. If you if you know it's in like a role play kind yes. of deal, but you're throwing some real feedback in there. Right. Whew, everybody wins. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Whitney Cummings had a joke about that, about like her, some like her telling her to do her boyfriend, do the dishes more or something while she was dominating a guy. <laughs> it was funny. That's good. That was good. That's really funny. Okay, hypothetical scenario. You and your wife are on a double date with her friend and her friend's new boyfriend. Are okay. you trying to befriend the guy, totally indifferent to him, or are you in some kind of competition with him to prove you're funnier or more successful? <laughs> oh, I would never do that. Um, my, that, this is, this is, this is my great burden in life. I'm really? Old, yeah. I um going on the double dates. You know, how can I say this without people thinking I'm a fucking loser piece of shit? It's what I do every day before I think to say anything. <laughs> people I guess because the people that are they don't know many comedians right. and, and maybe they'll like my stuff, but I feel So you got a leg up when you go into it? People I feel again, please forgive me if this sounds Cuz sometimes I feel like guys will be like more like oh, you think you're funny? Definitely. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of guys are more cool about it and I mean this in a nice way. I'm not trying to give myself a compliment. I've noticed people want to be my friend. Yes. I've, you have a very warm, inviting energy. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. I feel that people want to be my friend. And when I don't, there was this kid actually when I lived in LA that like, I found out my wife's, one, one of her friends, This she was dating this guy. He was so offended that like, I didn't give him more attention. And like, they fought about it one day. I was like, what? Whoa. So like, I'm always, I've always noticed guys are always trying to like, I, I can see it in their eyes when it's like the little puppy dog. Right. Hey, I know you, you know, are you friends with this guy? Right. You do this thing? Right. So for me, I'm always like, it's a little weird to have, you know, you don't really want to be, I'd rather somebody just kind of chill. Of course. And not impressed by me. Uh, totally. Because then also you're like, uh, unless I put on a show right now, it's about to go downhill. Yeah. And, and people expect me to be funny Ugh. or whatever. But like, if you, if you got a cool energy and you're just chill, yes. then I'll totally get along with the guy. But also like a lot of guys are like just boys mm. and they'll be like, did you put a parlay on that? And I'm like, I don't even, I can't, um, I don't know. It's like a betting thing right. about football. And I'm huh. like, I'm the wrong guy. I, right. I'm wearing bell bottoms, pal. Right. So, uh, <laughs> and then you just kind of make fun of yourself to make them feel comfortable. Oh, then. totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. my move too. Absolutely. I will be like, you know, if they ask me if I've seen football, I'll be like, oh, I'm a fucking loser and I don't. Let yeah. me tell you something. One way to instant likability is if you make fun of yourself, it diffuses the situation. I mean, it's going to make, it's like kind of exhausting as a person who always does that, but it's like it diffuses the situation. It makes people feel not threatened. So if yeah. you're a boy, but you got, the person has to be very like comfortable to do that. Cause sometimes with double dates too, it's like, it's, you're being set up with the partner. So it's more, I guess I'd be focusing on being friends with the guy mm -hmm. too. Cause you're also trying to like win, especially if it's your friend's new person even though the new person should be trying to win over more yeah hey everybody it's so nice to meet you guys i've heard so much about you Fucking blah, blah, blah. yeah people will hit me with the freaking like oh everybody knows you or something like that mm, and, like, and then you have to work the whole time I to get real, that. i get real uncomfortable with those extremely things extremely uncomfortable yeah because i don't view myself like hey right. you guys are lucky to be i'm like well, i'm a fucking loser guy who does videos in his in his bedroom like i'm not i don't think that i'm anything it kind of sucks though for people to put you in that position i think because i think it's like Absolutely. not fair when people do that because then you're like then you got to come in. Like, what are you going to do? Be like, yeah, no, you know. Also, I'm like, it's real easy to br to bring me to reality when people will be like, you know, oh, you're going to do the garden soon? Nope. And Maybe. I'll be like, 
Uh-uh. No, I, I'm barely selling uh, over 100 in uh, in Nebraska. And, right. So. And then they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, I've had that at shows. They don't like, get I it thought there'd all. be more people here. I'm like, yeah, you and my mother and my agent. Yeah, me too. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not the best, you know, it's not the best life sometimes. Right. But yeah, I, I, I just have a good energy. Just be, just be chill. And um, you can show an interest in like what I do. But um, yeah, so just don't be So you'll focus on just. I hate talking about myself. Yes. If the, if the conversation goes to like one of my shows or something cool I just did, I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Let's talk about anything but this. I feel the same way too because I'm like, I'm like, what do you? What's I love hearing about office drama of so of other people. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like if someone was like, because I'll be like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a CPA. How do you like it? They're like, ah, oh, no, it's you know, how long have you been doing comedy or something? And I'm like, oh, you're a CPA. Like uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, a bad yeah. example. I wouldn't even know the first question to ask. But yeah, I love so numbers. Numbers. So yeah. You guys like numbers. Or huh? if someone's like, there's a bitch in my office who's making everybody do keto. That's what I want to hear about. Yes, exactly. Please. What's one thing you think women don't get enough credit for? What about men? That's a Ooh, that's one. a good one. That's a that's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, because I feel like there's a lot of overlap. Women don't get enough credit for just, I mean, this is going to sound like I'm pandering here, but I swear this is how I feel. Um, I believe you. Of the, uh, especially, I, I, there, my, my wife sent me this this uh, this reel on Instagram because she knows that I make fun of these guys. The, 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 the girl was making dinner, feeding a baby. Right. And then the husband was like, I think he pooped <laughs> from the couch. That makes me livid. Because I, that make why should one per, I don't give a fuck what your gender what whatever why should one person do everything in a relationship right. that really bothers me so I feel like women don't get enough credit for for that stuff however mm. I will say conversely uh, which is I don't think is the word I think it definitely is uh, um, um, uh, women my age girls my age are very much control freaks. And they want the house to look a certain way. They won't let anybody watch the baby. They won't mm. let anybody do anything. So these babies, you might have programmed them to think this is just a buffoon on the couch. I can't right. go to him. And that like mommy's the only one that you need. And mommy's the one who loves you. And mommy takes care of you. And daddy sucks. Let's all point to daddy and right. boo. Um, so that happens as well. Right. I think that guys, uh, especially progressive guys of, of today's, you know, all my guys out there who have who have who have uh, kids, my brothers, my brother-in-law. They are really great dads. They're in their kids' lives. They take care of them. They change diapers. They wear the thing. They all—they're very much like good, in it. good men. And then they—they—they uh, they, they also won't have like the benefit of you know being heard mm. as like now. Now they are pulling their weight, but like if they had my, my sister, I always make fun of her, but like my my brother-in-law is very much a guy. Loves college football and just such a dude. Loves mm. beer. Such a sweet guy. And my sister is just like this like typical bitch wife mm. who's like, if he's like, I like, I want the, this. Was she the one that got videotaped about, the most? Did your dad give her the most videotapes? No, no, I love my sister. She's, I, I bust her balls about being a bitch. But like, if he, if she wants a white couch and he's like, let's not get a white couch, you know you're getting the white yeah. couch. Yes. And I feel like that's a known thing in the world yes. that the guy doesn't get what he wants and we're all like cool with that. I haven't. Which I is mean, weird to me because that's, yeah. not, that's not equality. Right. That's a woman saying your feelings in this house are invalid. Right. Go eat your Doritos in the garage. Right. That's a thing that no yeah. one's talking about. I, it's there, the other day I walked by this painting that I like. Now I have no understanding of art at all. And 
I took a picture of it because we just moved. And then my girlfriend was like, there's no way that painting's going in the house. And I did walk by. I showed it to a couple other people. I think she showed it to one of her friends and they laughed. But it, and it, I see how it was a picture of this guy like working out and he was like getting stabbed or something. But it was really well done. And I've been in the building muscle recently. So I just liked, I don't know, I liked it. But they, they like laughed at me and I was like, oh yeah. But I was only kidding. Yeah. Right. But I really liked that freaking painting. But so it's like, I see how, especially like in more traditional gender role relationships, like the woman is picking out what the, where the plant goes, where if you have a plant and to be fair in my apartments in the past, it could have been, it looked like a hostage. Definitely. You know? If my wife let me have my way, it would look like a dorm room. That's the I, thing. I right? get it. I totally get it. All I'm saying is real compromise yes. to where like I, there is there is zero compromise. There is just right. her way. Right. And even if he'll be at the dinner table, be like, yeah, you know, I wanted that one. Everybody right. laughs. What right. are you, gay? You right. have an opinion on a plate? Right. Let's right. all fucking shoot this guy. Right. That's go that. to your man cave. Go to your man yeah. cave. Go downstairs where there's mold in the walls. Right. And that's where you watch the playoff games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I think guys don't get enough credit for because they are now they are trying to be more of like a, a partner. My, my dad's never changed a diaper. Mm. So now my brothers, uh, are, you know, they're doing the right things and they're still not getting what like their their end of the deal. Right. So that's kind of my whole my yeah, whole it's thing. like if they're going we got to also have a say in the couch now. Exactly. Right. But like and, and most women, don't get me wrong, 90% of women will be like he doesn't care. Mm. That is true. Most right. guys do not care. My point is if they did, right. you still would not give an inch. Right. Like, eh, and this is our chandelier. I don't even want it, but Jack really liked it. Right. I've never heard that in never. my fucking life. No. No. Totally. And also even there's something in my brain where it's like, yeah, Jack picked out a chandelier. Like, what's going on? But he should be able to. God bless. Like, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with Jack? What's the most emotional you've ever gotten over something totally trivial? Ooh. That really depends on what type of mood you're in, I feel, for me. Or if you've had enough sleep. That's because if I haven't had enough sleep. I'll have a I'll have a flip out over something real if I'm like it, again it's like what I, if I'm under a lot of stress mm -hmm. if I'm on the road and I haven't I've, I'm in a bad like routine mm -hmm. I've had shit food for three days in yep. a row and I've been flying a lot yep. I'll like snap at something I'll never cry or anything though but I'll just like get I'll like oh, babe I'm really sorry I fucking flipped out for no reason yeah I'm, I'm more of that guy who like has a temper sometimes I've been working on it I've gotten a lot better but you know I learned that from my dad if he was screwing in a, a thing he would screaming at the most bay and then like a light bulb breaks and it's the end of the world totally so like that's kind of probably my thing a bad temper we definitely mimic our i see how my mom reacts to stress and i'm like oh, oh my because she'll be like i can't find my keys Shit! oh yeah Fuck! they don't know that that's that's you're teaching them that teaching me that she did it the last time i went home she left her keys in the apartment she's like shit but like ah! and i was like whoa 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 like you're gonna just go up and get them now we're gonna be late you're gonna be yep. Yep. boom yep. she could have literally exploded i would have been like that's a natural progression yep. for how upset she is about <laughs> boom <laughs> jesus yeah how can straight men help dismantle toxic masculinity hmm. it sounds like you're like just learning to like, be like communicate and be sensitive i would think those are like that's like almost like hu those are huge things yeah, I feel like, but um, did I learn? Was I taught that? Was I did I learn? Or, or am I just like a overly sensitive guy who's been who everyone thinks he's been gay his whole life? Really? Oh yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I'm also cool. I, I I also I also don't think gay people are the devil. Right. So when people someone calls me that, Appreciate I'm that. not like I'm like bro, fuck you. I'm right. not gay. Right. I'm like yeah. Right. Look what you're wearing. Right. Right. <laughs> you're gonna call right. me gay. You're wearing right. an Under Armour hoodie to a wedding. Right. <laughs> So I don't know if I would be uh, taking any advice from you. Right. So uh, 
Yeah, that's an Under Armour hoodie. <laughs> so like, be yourself. Mm. Whatever you're like going to ignore because of societal norms, that's the key. Mm. Because most people are good. They are pure. They just perform a separate way to appease their little group or to not be made fun of or to not be pointed out as like, well, what did you just say you liked? Oh, no, right. no, 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 no. Like, people don't like that. And I think for us, especially people who are on stage with hundreds of people staring at us, being isolated is not that scary to us. Mm. So like if I say something and everyone stares at me, I'm like, all right. Average I, Tuesday I, I, night. I guess I'll do some crowd work real quick. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So. I think about that with the, when you pursue something uncomfortable, it's kind of like you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and that's got to have come from some Have feeling. you ever done a cold plunge? Um, interesting to say that I've done cryotherapy many times, not a cold plunge. Okay. Cold, cryotherapy, cold plunge is a little bit di different. I think it might have more, uh, health benefits. Here's the thing. You're right. So here's the thing. You're right. <laughs> I did. I had a cryotherapy, um, month long pass okay. going all the time. Mm. Cold plunge is better not to nerd out too much, but if you're trying to build muscle, a cryotherapy, uh, reduces the inflammation so much your muscle doesn't grow with the cold plunge, you get all the benefits. Okay. So I'm talking about more in terms of the mental health benefits. Oh yeah, and, I need those. And uh, like you just said, exposing yourself to something uncomfortable. Yes. It does not get more uncomfortable than a fucking cold plunge. My, I did one the other day, it was 35 degrees outside and then I did it outside. My friend is a huge, he's actually making his own tub, but. So what do you do, it's just filled with ice? It's, you try to get the water as cold as possible. Yeah. Yeah, it, that, he's making his own, he's actually gonna make his own and, and sell it because he's trying to make one that's non-toxic. Um, the but, toxic? Uh, well, it's so tough. It's like you can't do it. What are we supposed to do? Exactly because the chemicals that you make in like to make a tub, just a like, they're made with yeah. Fuck. You know whatever. My friend told me the other day I couldn't drink soda water anymore. I said, "Are you kidding me?" She calls Zach and I said, "I have nothing dude, left." Dude, there's nothing. Right. It's, there's it's, nothing left. My, I said, "I drink I, this so I don't drink tequila in the, the morning." The way I do it is I, I try to control the things I can. Yes, same. And then when I can't, I'm just like, I'm not gonna live in a bubble. I don't right. give a shit. But like, I'm in terms of like the cold plunge. You really expose yourself to something uncomfortable. And then when you're in it, like you're like, holy shit, holy shit, <sighs> try to breathe through it. You may not know it, but then in six months, if you do that every day, you're in a situation where like when I was hammering and I would usually scream at my wife or something, I'm not doing that as much mm. anymore because I'm, I'm under stress, but now I know how to handle it. Right. So I feel like those things, I sauna every night. Um, love a sauna. So yeah, stuff. Fucking stuff, love stuff a like sauna. That, exposing yourself to things you don't like. If you're uncomfortable with... Uh, People staring at you, go into a Starbucks and just scream something. <laughs> you know, get people to stare at you. It's like nothing super offensive. Oh yeah, don't say yeah, yeah. Go yeah. in there, bananas. No, don't don't choose Israel or Palestine. Right, right. Just you know, imagine. Just, like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, scream. Hey, everybody. That's it. Not nothing offensive. I do have an Emma's dilemma. I'll say real quick. I don't know how to talk to my niece about um, the unhoused population. My niece is sick. She was visiting and she was staring at a person who's I'm gonna assume is unhoused. And I said, she went, who's that? Like, what's that? And she was really staring at me. I said, and I was trying to keep moving. I said, oh, you know, it can happen to anybody. And then she went, <gasps> and I was like, well, not you, but <laughs> like, it can happen. And she, I was like, it does. And she's like, what? And I was like, if, you know, one thing goes wrong and then another thing goes wrong and then you're kind of out there, but it, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, you got to talk to your mother. Like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. And then she was, she was like about to cry. And I was like, no, it's not, you know, a lot of times you have other problems. And she goes, and then you just have to be in the street. And I was, and I was like, Hah. like, what wow. are you supposed to be at home old, with six old years old? She's six. Okay. And she doesn't live in an area where there's, she sees that she lives yeah. in a suburb. My niece is six. Uh, 
So, so why is he? Why are they out sleep? Why is there sleeping bag in the street? See, this is where I gotta go conservative. You gotta just say. You can say they fucked up. No. What? What you can say? What? What? what, well, what I'm actually, what right. Was, I'm what, asking you. What I can't. Your answer? You're right. you, Mine you're was like, oh, I don't know. True, and then she's right. asking these like really complicated questions for a six year old. You might as well make something up. Ah, he he didn't brush his teeth. And now, right. you, now you see why you brush your teeth. True. You just do something like that. And people go, oh, that's bad. You're lying to a child. She's not going to remember. True. You know, I feel like back when we were kids, like, oh, he talked back to his mom. That's what my mom would that's say. That's true. Like, oh, I can't talk back right. to my mom. Yeah, he didn't eat his broccoli. That's true. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're right. Right, whatever. I'm sure it's not in the parenting book. You're right. But, you know, you're not you're not here in these trenches. It's me and, and this girl by by myself. Trying I'm to get her to keep walking. Now she's about to cry. Exactly. And my sister's like, what did you, she told her you're gonna, she's going to be w- without a house? Yeah, pl- first of all, unhoused. I was saying it wrong too. I, I can't like, say that. I said that the people without, uh, People unhomed, but I was like, unhoused. Yeah, I was getting confused, so now I'm like screwing that up. And my niece is like, "What is going on?" That's an odd political thing, too. Yeah, if you if you acknowledge that they're homeless, you're now a Trump supporter, right? Come on, what so, are we what are we talking about? Because I was trying to, I didn't know. Yeah, you know what? I should have done that. I should have just been like, "Yeah, you do that, or you eat your broccoli. You better eat your broccoli." Yeah, he talked back to his aunt. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of those things where I'm gonna like wait way too long and then bring it up. Cause I see her around Christmas. I'll say, "Hey, remember when you saw that person on the street?" She's she'll a person. Yeah, I go. Like, well, the homeless remember. guy. Like, oh, right. I forgot about him. Christmas <laughs> is ruined. You better eat your freaking broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's our rapid round called "Who, What, Where, When, How." And thank you for answering that. Okay, who, what, where, when, how? Who do men fear upsetting more, their mother or their wife? Ooh, this this is. It depends. Loaded to ask an it Italian. It depends on culture. Exactly. Right. How can ask you, an Italian? What's he supposed to say? I mean, I think traditionally it's it's your mom. I think for me it's my wife, personally. Um, That's who you live with. It makes more sense. I just feel like my, my mom's real unconditional love with my wife mm. is like, <laughs> you know, what what's going on over here? Yeah, Fair. because because I, I, I upset my, my mom every night. Every right. time she comes to a comedy show, she's like, do you have to curse so much? Yeah. Gotta pay the bills sometimes, right? You gotta do it. And then you know? she's still gonna be there. Yeah, exactly. She's, she should get over it. What do men wish they could do without being judged? Ooh, I think dress the way they, they saw. They saw a Peaky Blinders outfit mm. and they really wanted to do it, but they did not want to hear from the group chat. They did not want to get made fun of for wearing, bro, you wearing a tie? I think that's it. I think every guy secretly wants to dress like Don Draper, but, mm. they, but they're afraid. And also, where are we going? I, if I had it my way, <laughs> if I had it my way, I'd be wearing a three-piece suit right now. I would 100%. I'm going to cut my hair next year. Really? And I think I'm just going to wear, I'm going to go for the, remember how Scott Disick used to dress? Yeah. He used to always wear like suits. Right. Then now I feel like guys want to dress like that. And girls, their wives are like, you should dress up. Then you come downstairs in a peacoat and she's like, where are you going all dressed up? We just talked about this, right. honey. I'm trying to look a little dappish. Right. You know? But I, that's, I think, I feel like guys would secretly want to That would that. explain why my dad has worn the same exact pair of L.L. Bean jeans or L.L. Bean khakis, L.L. Bean sweater or Eddie Bauer t-shirt. It's the same. I feel like I know exactly what your dad's shoes look like. Oh yeah, like these kind of like brown loafer things and yep. he wears them until they fall apart <laughs> well that he's passed he doesn't give a shit anymore he doesn't give a shit but i think it's like he would almost be like if he went out if he wore something else i think he's like paralyzed into this outfit yeah he would never admit it but it's like he's like okay no one looks at me weird when i wear this i'm wearing this all day every yeah. day yeah he's like steve jobs he's like steve jobs he looks imagine look at his closet it's all the same not even like he wears the same ones he that, has a thousand of them that would be even better <laughs> than i think he's just got these two fucking sweaters yeah <laughs> where do men want to go on a first date 
Ooh. You know what's a great first date? Please. Top golf. I've heard? never done it in my life. <sighs> Sounds fun. But then what if you're bad at it? Well, then you make a joke about Everyone's it. Everyone's bad at it. True. Well, I'm not. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's fun. It's something to do. You, right. It's an activity. You, you, teach, you teach her how to, yes. how to do the thing. She's like, you don't know how to do it. And you're like, yeah. I'm trying to grind on you here. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, hey, listen, yeah. just feel that on yeah. you like that. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that we. Uh, girl, That's a great date. Girls just don't want to pick. Mm. They just don't want to pick. So as long as you pick somewhere. That's not too high stakes. Like, um, if you ask for dinner, is just like just doesn't feel really serious. Like a first date, just a dinner, right? Feels pretty high stakes. You're locked like, in. Yeah, it's like a little like okay, uh, he's just staring at me. What do I? And then right. like I feel like that. You feel silly. You make a joke. You make a joke about the ball and the and the stick. Right. You, you know? got a little routine. You got a little routine. You maybe maybe have some cue cards. So I think that's a great first date, actually. <laughs> Something like that, you know? Yeah, because also it like takes the pressure off of like if there's a lull in the conversation, you can like do the yes, fucking. Yes, exactly. Yeah. How do but, I do this again? Right. You go in there all the time and practice. They're like, good exactly. to see you, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, huh, huh? No, it's somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> I've never been in I here brought before. brought my own glove. Right. <laughs> when do men feel self-doubt? Ooh, when do we not feel self-doubt? Right. I feel like most shit I see online of like guys is just all overcompensating for insecurity. Mm. There's just so much of it. And a very ironic thing, I've noticed that like people love to tease me for how I dress. Usually I'll be like on stage, especially I'll wear like something like that guys don't normally wear. And then like I can, I've been getting it my whole life. And I've noticed if I tease someone about like a guy, what they're wearing, they get real super insecure because mm. maybe they did take a risk. They wore like a sweater or something, right. you know? So like, uh, there's that there's, um, it's hard to, guys can't take ball busting as well. Mm. I feel like they, it does stick with them. And even though they act like it doesn't, I right. do think it does. It's like a couple weeks later and you're like, my feet aren't big or my feet aren't small. I do feel like guys. Yeah. Listen, if you want men to, if you want to end this fucking patriarchy and all this stuff, then you, then like got to let them be heard. Right. And I feel like sometimes their it's partner- It's tough. It's so complicated too, because then sometimes they'll be hurt, they've been hurt, but then they'll be mean a little. Oh, of course. But then- Absolutely. It's like lots of- Yeah, but you got to remember, this is this is a new- uh, Right. This is a new wave of people. It's, 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 I know he's acting like his, his grandfather, but he's not his grandfather. Right. You know, like you got to right. give him, you got to give him a minute to, to adjust. And it's, again, it's not, it's not his fault. Mm. If, if he, my wife, like sometimes will remind me that if I have like a bad temper, I'm like, all right, this is something I inherited. This is not right. something I'm choosing to do. I don't, right. I don't like being this way. Right. So I think that. And it's like, I got to work against it, but it's, at least I know where it came from. A hundred, yes. Acknowledgement is a very big, oh, yeah. a very big deal. Self-awareness is key. Self-awareness is a very big deal. And I feel like, again, just being honest with yourself. So self-doubt is probably feeling it the most when it's like someone is, the eyes turn to them and then it's about. Picking it like something that you're doing. Yeah, guys, guys are big in like uh, their place in the world. As I was well. just gonna say that I feel a lot of self doubt when someone people start talking about like, like career stuff. Like, yeah, you can have your little pitch about it, but you know, when people are talking about certain markers, that can be very doubt inducing. A lot of people, like from my, you know, from my my hometown, will a lot of the conversations will either go like, how great, like they they're patting me on the back, or like, what if this doesn't work out. <laughs> And that's where their mind is going. Mm. What if, what if, oh my God, what if, what if you don't sell tickets? What if people, you know, and I'm just like, well, now I, now I have a window into your soul mm. and that, that's what you're walking around with all day right, long. Right. And I think that's why you're scared and why you, why you, you know, are stuck where you are. Cause you're really worried about what if, and, uh, I'm just like, eh, I'm going to die anyway. Totally. So. <laughs>
I always try to really like remember like, well, what if it, you know, it does work out? Like I'll try to think like, I'll look at just some, exi- like it worked out for this person. So why not me? Oh my and then God, if you totally. start going, I go, because I'm an idiot. Well, yeah, but I'm going to be an idiot no matter what. So let's fucking go for it. Yeah. That's that, that, but that's such a great, I feel like people like you or like me, really, whoever people pursue their dreams, it, it, it's not an easy thing to do. It is not easy. And I'll tell, I always try to tell people this when people, everyone I know pursuing their dreams, then fantasizes about like, what if I just fucking did real estate in Kansas City? Like, then 100%. you were dreaming about that. Oh, while the person yeah. doing real estate in Kansas City is like, I wish I was an opera singer. Yeah. So just, it's all good. Yeah, Rain, you know? Rain, I heard Rain Wilson from The Office had a great quote. He he was basically saying on a, on a podcast like when he was in the prime of his like mm. being Dwight on a hit show, he was wishing he could be like Jack Black mm. and making movies. Mm. So everyone has this, right. and you just got to appreciate where you're at. That's I guess. so important to remember. When I I was on the show Crazy Ex Girlfriend, I remember the star of it was like she got so much stuff and she was so amazing. And then and she was like she was like I wonder why I didn't get invited to this thing. And I was like. You're so you're and she wasn't being like, why didn't I get invited? She was like, oh, I wonder why I didn't. Of course. Like she was kind of bummed about yeah, it. Yeah. And she's like so sweet and so talented. And I was like, you're so I couldn't believe she cared about it. I was like, you are like you are amazing. Like, fuck. Who cares if you get anything ever? Like, just you are so amazing. And she was like, uh, you know, but I was like, why would you like I was thinking if I were you and I was singing and dancing and directing and acting and like, of course, so good. Like, we all I'd have, yeah, just be walking around with my giving everybody the finger. <laughs> yeah, but that's not how life works. You right. Get, you get to that place and then you just think, oh, oh, God. Right. This didn't work either. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I think they just self-doubt when they're just not being themselves, I would say. How do men resolve disagreements with their friends? Oof. You know, we used to when you were when you're a young kid. Wrestle. I tell you what, fighting after you, every guy who's been in a fight, like a fist fight, a fist fight. No way. There's a respect for one another afterwards. You're like, oh, this guy's not as much of a pussy as I thought. Oh god. I feel like you have to get punched in the face as a, as a guy growing up. It's just important. I, I mean, maybe. Oh my god, that made my Botox hurt. I tried yeah. to move my forehead up so high. <laughs> punched in the face. Yeah, guys. Listen, guys, especially like you know. If Did we, you get punched in the face? Oh hell yeah, of course. Really? I've been in a million fights. Yeah, I'm. I may look like a pussy, but I, I've, I, I loved like my brothers beat their shit out of me. Damn. Growing up, my neighborhood was very tough. Mm. If you were like not down to fight, that was like it was dangerous. It was like I've never even seen someone get punched in the face. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I mean, a, a, even though people act like Staten I Island. I saw a scrimmage once. People act like Staten Island is not a part of New York City. It's very much. Go to a public school in Staten Island. There's fights. It's it's wild. Because to get to that point where they're gonna punch in the face, usually I feel like people like stop it. Yeah, my first week of high school it was a Catholic high school. I saw a fight. A couple. I saw the next day it was one like in the stairwell. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it, it was fights all the time. You get a bunch of guys together and like trying to prove themselves. Uh, but like with, with their friends, I feel like guys like I don't know. I I don't give us enough credit sometimes because I'm so I'm so on the opposite side. Right. But then I will see other guys. And I'm like, you guys are mature. You are handling mm. this better. Like people just they'll apologize. Hey, I'm sorry. I was a dick. Yeah. You know. Um, a really bad apology is like, oh, I'm sorry you got offended. Oof. Or like, I'm sorry you Oof. couldn't handle a joke or something like right. that. I feel like we are past that. Um, it just comes with age too. Right. You know, like I was 21, maybe we just wouldn't text for a while. Right. Or, but now I'm just like, oh, you know, did I do something? Are you, are you upset with me? Or whatever. I'm also like super like, I think I'm saying like a lot, but um, my friend, Communicative. my friends, I'll, I'll just you feel mm. you okay? You having fun? Uh, I'm a big in the touch you, are you too. Fun? Yeah, <laughs> do like, a little pat like, touching. They'll yeah. be at my house. I'm like, this is fun, right? right? You right. Have a good time? Squeeze, squeeze. Yeah, I do that I'm, as well. I'm just very like Danny Tanner. Totally. Yeah, looking. I'll give you a hug. I think uh, friend disagreement too is like that's definitely something where it's like 
respecting the friend enough to say like, hey, like what? Ha- I've only done that with like one friend probably. Yeah, My, I, I don't have many friends. Same. I As you get older, it gets smaller. I, I, I like a very small group and right. to all of them I'm really close with. I don't really do well with like kind of friends. Mm. I like I like for us to be real friends. I don't have, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't need that many more. And right. I think that's how I'm able to give them all like a really good, a nice relationship with each of them. So like if there ever is a disagreement, I, I, I'll usually think, oh, it's probably too hard on him or like, just, you're being a fucking asshole. Let's right. stop talking about this. We're really close to like, it would be, it would be to the, to, it to feels the good to get the feedback. I remember my friend Eli once I was supposed to see him in Boston and then I had to like reschedule and he's like, yeah, it's really frustrating to plan with you because you know, we do it around your shows and then you reschedule something. He's like, I'm feeling really frustrated about that. And I was like, holy shit. Thank you so much. I will be better about this. Thank you. That's a, yeah, that was a great one. You got to be comfortable with someone with, with that. Too, right. You know, cause other people could take that really like, uh, I'm sorry, and then like dodge them. He was so while. right too. I was oh, like, hell yeah. you are right. That's a really like nice, that was, nice way to put it. It's that. a way friend from way back too, but I was like, wow, thanks man. Like, sorry, you're right. Yeah, you're right. for sure. Thank you, Eric, for doing the show. Where can people find you online and on tour? EricDelessandro.com, YouTube, Instagram, wherever, just D-A-L-E-S-S-A-N-D-R-O. Thank you to everyone for listening to Ask Me Anything. Please DM me at Emma Wilman on Instagram. Email your questions to AMA at Betches.com for our next guest or leave us a voicemail at 201-754-8351. I'll talk to you next week when we Ask Men Anything. Ask Men Anything is produced by Sean Kilby and Rebecca Steinberg. Editing by Jazz Zapatos, Rebecca Steinberg, and Shannon Sasson. Guest booking by Anna Zagzag. Send your emails to AMA at Betches.com. Batches.